The cold takes never bothered us anyways. Hello and welcome. You're listening to Mouse Madness, a podcast dedicated to bracketing all things Disney. I'm Chris Bowersox. And I'm Kyle Skinner. And we are your hosts for Mouse Madness. Each episode will focus on a single Disney topic, generate a bracket, and debate our way through the madness to figure out who or what is truly the best. Follow us and play along on Twitter at Mouse Madness Pod or send us an email at mousemadnesspodcast at gmail.com or Support us on Patreon by becoming a member of Jerry's gang at patreon.com slash mouse madness. Kyle, we're back talking Frozen songs. Yeah. And we had a lot of very high level Frozen conversations on the last episode. Yeah, very high level. And that's about where I stay when it comes to Frozen. I can't dive too deep in a lot of them because I'm not as ingrained into the Frozen culture as maybe the two of you. But that makes me excited for this episode because you withheld specifically, Chris, some of information from some of the discussions yeah, that we're having because you wanted to chat about it in the second part. So I'm super, super excited to dive in further. And 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 to help us out, we had to have my little snow princess <laughs> join us on the pod. It's my girlfriend Julia. Hi, honey. Well, how has your week been the last week? It's been good. It's been good. Well, happy to have you back. Happy to be talking Frozen again. Uh, this is just a just a very like Frozen time of year for me. Yeah, the Frozen movies get a lot of play in between Thanksgiving and Christmas. Doesn't feel like a Christmas movie, but it feels just like a cozy, familiar, early winter time season movie. Totally, both of them. And I think the songs reflect that. Yeah, I think that the songs. You even think uh, on my drive over here. Um, the before the first episode, I was listening to all of the songs in order. And In Summer is the most Christmas sounding song on the entire track list because they incorporate these like sleigh bells yeah. in the background. Mm-hmm. And I was like, wow, even when they're, you know, they, they're leaning into this thing being like a, a winter time sort of watch. Even in their in their music, I really like that. Yes, yeah, so um, we're 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 excited to pick up our round of eight. Before we get there, let's talk about our spoonfuls of sugar. Last week we did a collab; all three of us drank the same drink. Yep, it was a mixer called the Atahalan, and it was very <laughs> sugary. I still have a headache, <laughs> but um, but what do we got this week, Kyle? Yeah, so you prepped the spoonful last time so this week i brought the spoonful and i brought a beer um chris has been on this beer journey of his it's my own i'm going into the unknown of beer so (laughs) i tried to pick something that maybe chris would like i know that he likes beers that are on the lighter side i know that he likes more of the sour beers i'm not a sour beer person Mm -hmm. but i found this really interesting mix from ghost town brewing in oakland that is a West Coast Pilsner. Um, this is called the Cave Dweller, which relates very well to 
Anna in Frozen 2 when she is literally a cave dweller trying to climb herself out of a depression. And uh, I think it really fits well with where we're going. So, Chris, I'll allow you to have the first sip. All right. Cheers. Cheers. Cheers, everyone. That might be a little hoppy for you. Will your feelings be hurt? <laughs> no, it won't. My feelings um, will not be hurt because I've never had this. Before. It's it 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 tastes like weed. Yes. Not that I've it's never very, not that I've never eaten weed before, <laughs> but it's very, as they would say, danky. And is that taste. what danky and think, is? And I think because I don't like I don't, you said that a couple episodes. Like this beer is danky. I'm like I have no frame of reference for that. That's what this is. Okay. Yes. Do you, can you taste the dankiness? Julia's taking a sip. It even smells like it. It even smells like it. I wish that, that they had a description where it calls that out specifically, but you're right. It yes. does. Is it, it THC does. in this ghost town? Um, no, I, like, it, it, it is hoppier yeah. than like beers that I would normally drink, yeah. but just hops are good for me. You know, yeah, like sure. I like. If I can take it, I would like to drink it, you know, yeah. and then you have this heavier beers like Firestone DBA that like right. is kind of bitter and hoppy and heavy. I don't, I tolerate that one. Like okay. I'll drink, like sometimes you just gotta just do something crazy. Therapy. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's exactly what it is. So, um, so no, I don't mind it. It's definitely like not my favorite and i probably won't get this on my own but like yeah i'm ex- happy to sip it with you hey, tonight i appreciate that in this, in this emotional cave <laughs> that we're in right now i will uh also probably not get this ever again i'm not a huge pilsner fan but i like dipping my toes in every once yeah. in a while and when i saw that there was going to be this west coast take on it which generally means that it's going to be a little hoppier i thought i'd give it a try um and so you know it's fine is what we say. It is fine. No, I like this. I like it. Okay. Yeah, I'm Going taking a you? few more sips. Yeah, it's Going growing on, on me a little okay. bit. We'll, we'll check in halfway through. <laughs> yeah, it might be gone. <laughs> um, so, uh, so Kyle, what's the status with pull of the pod? Yeah. So, um, back to back weeks, folks. I did not bring the cards with me. This is a new system that we're in. I am out of my routine. I was more concerned with getting on the road as soon as possible because let me tell you, it's not easy getting to the nut from Oakland <laughs> midweek and uh, traffic was was a lot. And so rushed out the door, forgot the pull of the pod. Um, this might actually line us up to do, we might, we maybe we should next time so that we can just get into the new year without having to pull the pod. Double up, open two packs. Each episode, let's just get through it. Next bracket, um, let's record in person so that we can celebrate if need be. I doubt we will. Uh, but if Tom Morrow is hanging out, <laughs> this is the bottles. biggest. Yeah, <laughs> this is, will be the biggest cliffhanger of of the year. Is if we find Tom Morrow at the very last pack. So that's not here, unfortunately. Um, but I'll take this time to to reiterate that we would love to hear from you on uh, Apple Podcasts, on anywhere that you can review us and, and give folks recommendations. That's the currency of podcasts. That's how we get found. That is how uh, others come and join our, our little community that we've got. Uh, and we would love to see see some of those reviews. So go ahead and leave them. Join the Discord because we are having some really fun combos there and a lot of that 
info spills over into our trivia nights. Uh, so we've got a nice little Disney community going and we'd love to have you. So join, join where you can, join where you want. But Chris, let's go ahead and start getting back into this a little bit. Who, what demographic did we survey to find these best Frozen songs? So just to remind everyone, uh, we sent the interns down to Epcot, yep. Epcot Center. Uh, and we had them survey people arriving to the Frozen Ever After attraction and experiencing <laughs> wait time shock. It's a real thing. That that attraction has shocking wait times. Like you think it's like, oh, it's an attraction for kids. That means no one else is going to go on it because clearly everyone here is, is here to ride the roller coasters here, right? All those roller coasters that are at all these Disney parks, they're There's- all adults <laughs> and we're the only ones with kids, right? There's um, not to... Well, I'll, I'll, you can, we can edit this out if it goes nowhere, but Chris and I enjoy watching theme park YouTube videos in which these YouTubers break down aspects of theme park life. Right. Most recently, Defunct Land released one on the fast pass system, which just went away. One of the aspects of fast passes, uh, one of the iterations of fast pass in these mobile apps was that you can see the wait time on your phone. and they realized that they're in trouble with FastPass because it led to longer standby lines. So they would inflate the standby line wait time on your phone to look like too much so that people do get line shock and decide not to go to that and go to something that has a lower posted uh, standby time, even if that one's not true. And I thought that was really interesting and really sneaky and yeah. actually a, a smart way to, to get people to move. So line shock is real. Yeah. It's, it, I was telling you this in the car, Julia's brother used to work for Disney and it's really a lot of people management and math and just like getting everyone to go to the right place. Um, so everyone's spread out. It's not only economical for them, but it's sort of like a safety thing too. Like you don't want sure. too many people in one part of the park just yeah. in case there's an emergency. Um, but yeah, frozen ever after, like it never fails people just being like, how <laughs> yeah <laughs> how is this line this so like the, the the e-ticket thrill attraction is like 60 minutes and this one's like 120 like this is, it ain't worth it right i think it's i think it's worth it i think it's a great attraction <laughs> but um i think it's worth it yeah so yeah we we had like a baby pirates of the caribbean with yeah it's, it's pirates of <laughs> it's pirates of atahalan right? yeah right <laughs> um so so we had our we had our interns roll up Mom, dad, aunt, uncle, brother, sister, grandma, and grandpa. There are people mad about wait times. We said, look, I know you're upset, but what is the best Frozen song? Yep. We had a field of 16. We narrowed it down to a round of eight last week where we have mostly, mostly the favorites advanced. Um, but just to give you a glimpse of what's to come in today's discussions, we have the number one seed, Let It Go from Frozen 1 versus number eight, Monster from Frozen, the Broadway musical. Number four, do you want to build a snowman? <laughs> the number four seed Ooh. from Frozen versus number 12, All is Found from Frozen 2. Number two, For the First Time in Forever from Frozen 1 versus number seven, Lost in the Woods from Frozen 2. And number three, Show Yourself from Frozen 2 versus number six seed, Some Things Never Change oh, from Frozen goodness. 2. Oh my goodness. Um, so... <laughs> So, I mean, I'll go ahead and I'll still start us off this week because I think Kyle, I let us off last week. Yeah, you let us off. You can do it again. Yeah, okay. I'll do it again. Um, number one, let it go. So, 
we, we talked a lot about Monster last week. Kyle, you did not have a Monster advancing. Nope, that was the one upset or the one L for me. Yeah, and it was going up against Love's an Open Door. Right. And and Monster, I talked about how it was just this really special uh, moment where you get to see Elsa so vulnerable. Um, she articulates her feelings in a very powerful way. She's She's thinking about like you brought up if I succumb to these bad guys who are about to come get me out of this castle, if I just let them take me like all of the people's problems, they will go away. Um, and she's, and she's, she's undergoing this kind of internal, uh, dilemma. Totally. Very powerful moment. Uh, you, you can hear people breathe in that theater, uh, during that song could past tense. Rest in peace, Rosemont Bravo. <laughs> um, I mean, I I shouted out that that it is it is um my favorite moment in the Frozen Broadway production. It comes during this song when 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 Elsa decides, no, right, I'm 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 gonna save the world for myself and bring back the sun. And the music changes into a major key and boom, like it just like chills. <laughs> Chills. Frozen give me chills. No pun intended. So anyways, uh, going up against Let It Go. So we didn't talk a whole lot. We got Let, let It Go. Basically, we got a free pass last, yep. last episode because it's Let It Go. Um, so this is a song that like, <sighs> I have so many different like Let It Go memories. You know, like me and my friends playing Civil War on my table <laughs> on DP and just like, you know, should we listen to frat beats or should we bump, let it go, <laughs> yeah. you know, and like we bump, let it go. Or, you know, we worked at a family camp and yeah. just, it was the summer after Frozen came out and everyone's just, the kids love the song. The parents hate the song because they listen to it so much. And yep. And we knew everyone would request it at our family talent show. So what we would do was everyone would sing it together at the very end so right. that the kids wouldn't fight over who would sing it. Right. We knew this is going to be the song. We, the summer. we learned our lesson with the cup song right. the previous <laughs> summer. Um, for those of you that remember, the cup, I got a ticket for the long. The, yeah. the, the pitch perfect song. And yep. the summer before we would have like five kids and we let them do it. We let them all do it. And it was, and it was the worst Brutal. shift ever. Brutal. And so we were like, listen, let it go is going to be even bigger. Let's, we're just all going to sing it at the end. So anyways, uh, digress. It was a popular ass song. Oh yeah. And it's part of the reason Frozen is as successful and as popular and as well known as it is, is because of the the weight of that song. F- let it go put Frozen on its back. It's a show-stopping number. Yeah, it's the definition of a show-stopper. It, yeah, it ends the first act in the, in the musical and everyone's just like, whoa. Mm-hmm. That was crazy. Um, Adele Dazeem, of course, uh, performs it and and... If if you didn't know any better, yeah, you might you might just be like that was great, that was incredible, you yeah. know. And I mean, it, means, it is I good. Know, I don't know better, right? Like I couldn't do it, you know. It's yeah. great. It's great singing, relatively speaking. But uh, you know, you hear someone like Casey Levy, who's got a little bit healthier of a voice and does it a little differently, and um, you learn that maybe Adele doesn't mean it, um, at least for for Let It Go. So, so what about the, the song in itself? Um, 
breaking down some of the lyrics, breaking down the moment. Um, it's an important moment for Elsa. It's yeah. she's, she's basically, uh, reasoned with herself that she needs to unchain herself from the mental prison that she's been in, Correct. in her little room in Arendelle. She's like, I can't do it. She's had this tremendous pressure where the church and, and her parents and the kingdom and everyone's being like, you're the queen Elsa. Like we're all looking to you. You're in charge here. And she's like, I'm, I, I, <laughs> I have these powers in me and I don't know how to control them. And I'm kind of a dangerous person. Elsa has a, a good song in, in the Broadway show called, dangerous to dream where she's, mm. she's kind of acknowledges that like if she opened like Elsa, Anna has this dream of us having this relationship and I have it too, but like, it's dangerous. I am a danger to us all. Um, and so let it go is basically her saying like F F it. Yeah. The not so subtle art of giving a F right. Starring Elsa. Yep. Totally. Um, and, and, <sighs> It's powerful. It's, it's like powerful when you when you just take it out of context and, and think about it like um, kind of like, I don't know, let's say you have a problem in your life and you just cleanse yourself of it. Be like, mm -hmm. I'm not going to think about it anymore. Let it go. And it's powerful. But unfortunately, the movie is about her realizing that she can't let it go. And that's actually not what you're supposed to do. Right. You're not supposed to run from your problems. You're not supposed to say. Look, the past is in the past. Mm -hmm. Not thinking about it ever again. There are certain situations where you can do that, but like, you know, she really tried hard to isolate herself when the answer was, let's become closer together. Uh, so it's sort of tragic. You really? talked about you talked about um, Love is an Open Door being a villain song of sorts. I see Let It Go being a villain song of sorts. Interesting. Uh, because the... Frozen is just such a good movie. It's very complicated. There are internal struggles, struggles and external struggles. And uh, Elsa's kind of like a, not really a villain, but like the position that she's put everyone in is quite villainous. Sure. Um, the visuals of the sequence, pretty dang good. Uh, especially for the time in 2013, this was again, Disney kind of like trying to re put itself on the map and like reassert Absolutely. its dominance as an animation studio. And it really kind of blew everyone's mind. Yeah. Uh, something, something really random that I learned like a couple days ago, maybe it was yesterday. There was this hiking party in Russia in like the seventies or something. And they all went missing Okay. They just completely vanished. They were they were camping out in like the woods. Mm -hmm. And like three months later, they found their tent slid open from the inside. And like all nine of them were like scattered oh. in various places around like the vicinity. Yeah. And one of them had like radioactive skin yeah, and the I've other one this. was missing eyes and a tongue. And th there was like everyone had been like... And everyone had been like brutalized, but there were no signs of like, uh, you know, foul play. It was yeah. just like, like what the hell happened to all see, these people? See kids, that's what happens when you let it go. So no, so so. Cautionary tale. Speaking of the animation, ah. a detective used the snow physics in Frozen to help deduce 
what might have happened to those hikers. So they went wow. to they went to Disney and they were like, can you show us what it would look like if the snow did this at their tent? Yeah. And they were like, 100%, that's what did it. Apparently there's some Whoa. like, they were on like a slope so that the, the wind came down and kind of like lifted the snow back up and created like a SUV sized ice block that like, I Whoa. don't know. Yeah. But um, the animation, man. That's out crazy. here solving unsolved <laughs> mysteries that They're are like 50 years old. Hard. It's crazy. So, uh, so we can thank Let It Go for that. <laughs> God. That's uh, amazing. I don't I, think they ever like, they didn't like officially be like, that's what it was. Yeah, but it was a possible I mean, solution. Right. So, uh, so there's that. <laughs> um, Monster just feels so like emotionally deep and let it go does too in its own way. Like let it go is so simple in its like word choice. It feels very easy to memorize. I remember like hearing it like three times. I'm like, I already know all the words to this song, which is like, is I think that's a good thing. Yeah. Yeah. Um, It's very digestible. And like, this is a weird comparison to make, but it feels like early Taylor Swift where like she's not like reinventing the wheel here, mm-hmm. but she has the ability to articulate specific feelings in a simple way. Yeah. yeah. And that's why, that's why her music resonates with so many people. So like Taylor Swift be like, she wears short skirts. I wear t-shirts. She's uh-huh. cheer captain and I'm on the bleachers. It's <laughs> right. like, it's like, who's going to forget th- that lyric. <laughs> right. But, yeah, but yeah. you think about it and you go, there's a lot to unpack there. Actually. Like I sure. can kind of understand the like dynamic she's talking about and the headspace she's in, yep. um, just by describing those very simple things. So in let it go. They say things like snow glows white on the mountain tonight, not a footprint to be seen a kingdom of isolation. It looks like I'm the queen. Like all it did was rhyme. That's yeah. all it did. It just, there was a rhyme there and it was the correct number of syllables. But, uh, you know, you go, Oh, kingdom of isolation. I'm the queen. Like she's, she's like physically is isolated, but she's also emotionally isolated. Like she's the queen, but she was a queen. She's in charge of herself now. I like, you know, mm-hmm. there's a lot going on in a, in a, in a simple way. I like I I did that whole piece on Monster last week. Yeah. yeah. But I think I'm going to give it to let it go. I think I think I have to give it credit. Really like really the only question with let it go is the question we've been asking for so long. Is it played out? Right. Is let it go played out. Have we heard it so many times that we just skip it now? We go, yeah. I already got it. I sure. just had to hear the intro piano chords and like I basically heard the whole song in my head in half a second. Yeah. Uh so I give. If I was looking for a downside, I say that's it. It's gonna advance over Monster. I um. There's three parts in in Let It Go that I really really enjoy from a, a music standpoint. The first one is the um the piano riff after the first verse, where it's it transitions into the second one after the. No, it's the like, oh, never bother me anyway. I just yeah. like uh, a picture of like the ragtime piano guy at yeah. Coca-Cola corn. <laughs> Dude, very good. Um the the pre-chorus after the second verse where it's the can't capture me at all, and it slows down to that like 90s poppy. <laughs> It's time to see what I can do. Oh, my goodness. You like did like a little beatbox there. 
love that that drum that like um muted snare that they have there to to get that love that and then the um oh actually four things the build into the second chorus where it's like let it go like the the violins are just going absolutely insane and then the bridge that piano man or xylophonist has never played the keys faster in their life (laughs) you know his fingers just like broken at that point I don't I don't know what instrument that is. I want to believe it's a piano and somebody's it just going, Oh, absolutely. Right? Yeah. Franz Liszt over it's, here. It's 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 so good. So there's like, you know, is let it go played out. And so going into this, I'm like, okay, I know let it go. I don't really need to listen to it over and over again, but what are some things that I can call out that maybe like I don't appreciate in my listening or that I haven't noticed before? And those those four things, like Upon re-listening, you can kind of get through the the simplicity of the lyrics and and really admire like what the song is also doing. The song is telling such a great story and it's music and it's it's accompanying the on-screen actions in a way that makes a lot of sense. That piano going absolutely insane is like her out here like building stuff, right? So I really like that. Yeah, I didn't pass Monster on last time. I think that it is a great song to get into Elsa's psyche, but I think that in the context of the movie itself, we may not need to. I think like Let It Go lets us in enough into like what she's thinking. The first time in forever allows us to also kind of see that she's ashamed of who she is. We get it in Do You Want to Build a Snowman? Like we can get the sense of like, Elsa's ashamed of her power. She's afraid to to hurt somebody with them because she already did. She murked Anna in the beginning of the film, right? So like all of these things that we see, we know she feels and we can infer that. Broadway can take that extra step to really hammer it home, which I really appreciate about it. But it doesn't, if that song doesn't exist, it doesn't ruin Frozen for me. And I didn't know it existed. Um, Let It Go really makes Frozen for me. That's kind of like, that's the song that we're going to look back on in 40 years and be like, oh, man, Disney music really hit back in the day. Look at this song. you know. So, <laughs> now they're doing uh, Disney lo-fi beats in all the movies. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Tron, uh, Tron so, Legacy 4. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, so I, I'm agree with you. Julia, the powerhouse Let It Go is moving on here. What do you think? <laughs> That's what I think. So here's my thing with Let It Go. I the only reason I like it is because of Casey's rendition. Um, I, I agree it's like really catchy, but like when I heard it for the first time, I was like, "How did it win a Grammy? What did it win? Let it go. It won everything. It probably won. Best it definitely song. won an Oscar. Yeah. I just remember feeling like so frustrated because when I heard it, I was just like, "This sounds to me exactly like Defying Gravity from Wicked." So exactly like it. It's the same thing. It's the same like, you know, I'm going to rebel. I don't get I don't care what anyone thinks. And I was just like, this is just like they're copying Wicked. I was just like, nobody knows. They're copying Wicked and nobody knows. And so, so much so that some people in New York, some like random people made a musical called Wickedly Frozen. (laughs) 
And it's like a combination of like Wicked and Frozen. Uh, but anyway, yeah. I mean, is it is does Monster deserve to move on against Let It Go? No, but I just have qualms. Sure. And, and if you want to hear what we're talking about with Adele Dazeem's voice, watch the Oscars performance of Let It Go. It is like the saddest thing ever. It's like when you try to launch a firework and it <laughs> doesn't come out right uh, and falls into the ground. I think it's going to be like a big explosion, it's like, but it's just like a little boop. <laughs> All right. Let it go. The little boop of a firework is moving on. <laughs> little boop. <laughs> boop. To the final four. Let's talk about this next Elite Eight matchup. It's number four. Do you want to build a snowman versus number 12, All is Found? I feel like I talked a lot about both of these last yeah, time. Yeah, probably. Um, I, I really, really love All is Found, and that's interesting to me because it's not a song that I think I would latch onto in a Disney animated film. I'm kind of more into those you know, higher energy songs that Disney is known for. And I feel like I really enjoy those. So this kind of side song that finds itself woven into a lot of the themes, it's interesting that I, I latched onto it so hard. Um, and do you want to build a snowman? You know, like I said last time, it's the building of the, it's the foundation of the relationship between the sisters that is what these films are all about. And it starts right here, right? And that's really, really important to the storytelling of them. Um, and Julia had mentioned last time that like the very end of Do You Want to Build a Snowman is like super emotional. And like you don't expect it to go there, but it does. And every single time it's that like sad oboe that hits you or whatever is at the end. Okay, bye. Yeah, to Aunt, like Anna is so sad that she can just whisper, "Do you want to build a snowman?" And then the the music has to answer her, and that's like that silence is that deafening silence, right? It's the it. it this song you. feels incomplete because it is exactly. And then you just see Elsa on the other side going through H E double hockey sticks right. in her own head. Yes, exactly. Both sides are suffering, and, and like, like she's she's like the this is fine me. It's <laughs> except like ice. except ice. She's like, <laughs> yeah, it's it's really powerful, and like I wish that I don't know. Do you want to build a snowman in the beginning? couple verses of young Anna is really great because it establishes her character. But as far as like listenability, I kind of just want to get straight to the let's get a little sad. Um. <laughs> Why do we want to feel sad? I don't know. <laughs> Why do Guys, I've been so watching this see. movie for a whole seven minutes. Let's get to the sad hey, part, please. Can we just get to the sad? Let's kill off the parents. But it's more so not in the context of the film. It's just in like listening. If I'm listening to the Frozen soundtracks, I I want to get to some of the meat of some of these songs. In the beginning of Do You Want to Build a Snowman, upon just listening, not what it does in the movie, um, is a little too Disney Junior for me. It's too many kids. There's too many kids in the beginning of the song for too long is what it is. Um, so this is tough because I'm also not just like going to be driving down the highway, throwing on All is Found in the car listening i mean awesome yeah it's it's a good one that to throw on to remind myself that i can feel throw on the casey musgraves one yeah no i should this one is tougher for me than the others 
I'm going to go with, do you want to build a snowman? Yeah, me too. Okay. <laughs> um, the, what you said, what you said about it being about the sisters and the dynamic between them, that's so important, you know? And, uh, yeah. And, and like I said, last week, all is found is, is a great song. And I think a good addition, uh, this is, this is a Nordic tale and there, yep. there is like folklore within the Nordic culture Yep, and it's, it, it can be easy to kind of forget that that's the spirit that this story comes from. Sure. Trolls and mm-hmm. like the, the elements and yep. the forest, Voyages. the sea, right. Yep. And so the, that all is found song really, I think fills a, an important role. It's more of a thematic yes. thing as opposed to like a plot. Yes. And, yep. and like, it's interesting Device. because like so much of what we think about Disney is like Arthurian fairy tale, yep. Grimm's theory, fairy tale. I can't remember what the other dude's name is off the top of my head, but you know, Hans Christian Anderson. that guy. Um, and, and like, this is, this is adjacent to that. And so, and you know, there's darker elements to yep. it and, and, yep. and, uh, the magic is less like, Ooh, it's yeah. like sorcery. It's like Wesselton yeah. says, it's like sorcery. It's yep. like, there's a, there's kind of a darkness to it. So, so yeah, I think, I think all is found is, is a, Kind of a song that I didn't appreciate as much before we started this bracket, but mm-hmm. do you want to build a snowman? At the end of the day, this movie is about the relationship between two sisters, and and do you want to build a snowman? Is that as well? So, Julia, do you agree? Um, I agree because of the end of the song. Because at the end of the song, me and my sister, if we're watching the movie together without without fail, when she's like, "I know you're in there," we'll look at each other. We'll be like, "Oh my god, here it comes!" Like yeah. the tears are coming. It's brutal to watch. It is, but it's like I don't know. It just for like two sisters to watch that, like it just like all the feels. But I will say, with "Do You Want to Build a Snowman," it came out when I was so Frozen came out when I was a sophomore in college. And it was at a time when all my sorority sisters were doing this baby voice. I don't know why, but like they were just like going crazy talking to each other in this baby voice. And I like never got into it. But like, I swear to God, every morning what I woke up to, do you want to build a snowman? And I just uh, like wanted yeah. to die. Yeah. So anyway, <laughs> I would have probably voted for All Is Found because of that reason, actually. Yeah, it's because you never got in the baby voice. It's fine. Um. All right, let's move on to the next mashup then. We, we got, in the final four, we got Let It Go versus Do You Want to Build a Snowman? Sounds about right. One versus honest. four. All right. Uh, next up, hopping over to the other side of the bracket, it's number two, first time in forever versus number seven, Lost in the Woods. Uh, Lost in the Woods, Kyle, you talked about it uh, being kind of a shakeup in like the, the typical Frozen song scape you know it's this 80s power ballad and it mixes up the formula right what what has been laid out for frozen songs up until really that point you get even like in summer which kind of deviates from what frozen had sounded like in that movie still stuck to kind of a frozen sound they kind of threw that out in the second film and it begins really with this right and and when when this movie came out uh 
people were referencing this song in reviews and they're like, there's a song for the parents and the parents are going to think right, it's right. so funny. It was like a Gen X, yeah, like 80s reference or something. And I don't like that. I don't like this song being described in that way. Like, oh, it's, it's funny for the parents. No. Like, it's inherently funny. Yeah. You know, like, you don't yeah. have to be, you don't have to know the 80s to think that, like, Kristoff singing into a pine cone is, is funny. Mm, right, you know, right, melodramatic Kristoff. Right. Exactly. Um, but it's also, like, underselling the, the moment. You know, like, this song went to the finals, I think, in our best Disney love song bracket because you have, like, a man in a Disney movie like expressing extreme vulnerability, which is yeah. not what you get with a lot of these Disney princesses and other types of dudes. So it's it's important to give him that stage. Uh, it's also just like, just a good song. It's a good listen. Yeah. You know, we saw, uh, who covers it in the... Weezer. Weezer covered it and they killed it. Yeah. You know? uh, we've talked about how um, Lost in the Woods kind of like echoes, or I guess... What, I guess uh, next right thing echoes lost in the woods. Right, they yeah. echo each other. I don't know. Yeah. Um, but it's it's Kristoff saying, I don't know where to go. I don't know how to proceed because leading up to this point, I've just I've just been following your lead. He even says, uh, up until now, the next step was a question of how. Next step. Literally next step. Literally said in the in the next right thing but what what kind of like secures the crown of Kristoff the king of like <laughs> Disney princess is when he says always when he goes I'll wait for a sign that that he delivers it in a way like you can you can overlook what he's actually saying in this moment he's saying like I know you are gone and yeah. I can't find you but like I will be here when you get back. Mm -hmm. And I mean, I, I Ross from friends sucks, <laughs> but this is, this is the, the fork in the road that Kristoff's at. It's like, we were on a break. Right, right, don't, right. don't do it. Like you're don't go hang out with one of these North Folger girls yeah. because yeah. Anna's gone and be like, we were on a break. Like you, like, come on. Yep. You got to wait. You got to wait until this whole thing plays out. So like props to Kristoff for having like good foresight on, on what to do. Totally. Like being there for his girl when she can't be there for him. Um, so it's going up against ooh, first time in forever. So, so I kind of mentioned how like this was the moment in the movie when I saw it in the theaters that I was like, this is, we've arrived at peak is pygmy peak. Disney has re-peaked. Yes. They've re-peaked. They've recaptured yes. that magic they had during the Disney Renaissance in the 90s. Yeah. Um, it's Anna singing her How I Feel song. So, so like to point out all of the things in this song that Anna wants or is like excited about or looking forward to. We got yep. music, yep. light, dancing, magic, fun, being noticed by someone, wearing a gown, meeting everyone, chocolate. Laughing, talking all evening, dreaming of finding romance. Uh, and, and then she, she articulates, what I'm dreaming of is a chance to change my lonely world. Yep. A chance to find true love. Um, and so we are kind of digesting this and being like, here we have this just like head in the clouds, naive, 
boy crazy princess. That's not how I see her at all. Well, so, well, you know, she grows over the course of the movie, but like in that moment, it, upon first watch, yeah. you might be like, she's getting, she's, she's doing the old Disney thing, mm-hmm. you know? Um, Everything will be fixed. Right. Just find my prince. Right. So, but, so here's, here's the, here's like a kind of a tragic line in the song. Uh, when she says, um, for the first time in forever, I could be noticed by someone. Yeah. And, you think she means attracting the attention of a suitor, but she, she, like literally someone noticed by anybody, yes. just one person. I have been stuck in this castle. I've been talking to fo- portraits on the wall. I couldn't even get an answer out of my sister the last time I knocked on her door. Like, it so is. it's like, it's not just, you know, a love story she's looking for. She's literally looking for any human connection she possibly can. Yep. She's literally alone and, and it kind of like shows how vulnerable she is in this moment. And on in top, on top of being naive, she's like, she is primed to make a very bad choice, which totally. she does. Um, in the middle of this song, you get Elsa's, don't let them in. Don't let them see, uh, which is like, it's like super toxic energy. Um, obviously, <laughs> you know, but she didn't put like, she didn't put that on herself. Uh, yeah, her parents, right. Her parents did. Conceal, oh. conceal, don't feel put on a show, make one wrong move and everyone will know. Yeah. And, and this is, this is something that could be a metaphor for literally anything. Uh, and like, I could see someone watching this movie and being really moved by Elsa's plight at the beginning yeah. of the movie. Right. And being like, I have this thing that I'm struggling with that I don't want to tell anyone about, or this thing that if I tell someone about, about like I will be in trouble or people yep. will think of me in a different way. And, um, it just can have this burning inside of you. And that's what Elsa, you know, in the middle of this song where Anna's singing, you know, you have Elsa <laughs> being like, ah. yeah, it's, yeah, it's and great. then uh, it all punctuates with nothing's in my way, and you see Rapunzel and Flynn Rider walking into the castle. <laughs> but um, their favorites, my other favorites. Yeah, she's just Anna is. She just reaches another level in this in this song. It's cool to see. I think I think I appreciate everything. Lost in the Woods does for Kristoff and for Disney Princes. But I'm going with First Time in Forever. Uh, some of the parts of Lost in the Woods that I really like. Um, the who am I if I'm not your guy? That, I want to scream that in the car. Like that's just like a just for no reason. Just that line is just so funny to me. Like, dude, who, who am I if I'm not your guy? You know, like, <laughs> just such a good line. Um, love that. Um, so in the final verse, when it's, um, oh, you're my only landmark, that, that O oh, tickles the brain, tickles the brain so much. So love those, <laughs> love those two parts a lot, a lot. Um, it's just, 
it's just such a good song and even more impressive that like he gets this little reindeer song in the first and we all know that he can sing and so they're like oh y'all want him to sing he's gonna sing every part of this song like literally every track is him he is every reindeer he's every voice layering that is all him and in that like behind the scenes oh show you see him in the booth having to hit every harmony of each part and it's so funny and they like show which reindeer he is as like a a floating like module oh it's so good and each one has like a different expression on their face and he like matches it it. yeah oh dude it's so impressive and it's it's a it feels you know in the movie it feels like a filler song and they put so much work and care into making this thing a thing and it's actually like the first time that we get a deep dive into Kristoff and he gets this song that everyone ha- else has had. They they have their, you know, their songs and finally Kristoff gets his. And I, I really, really like that. It's tough, man, because uh, for the first time in forever. It's it's grown up. Do you want to build a snowman? It's. It's the, it's the same themes. It's like Anna being eager and wanting to experience life immediately alongside her sister. And it's Elsa hiding behind her inhibitions, basically. And at this moment, we see this new iter- this evolved iteration of Anna where she is like, yeah, yeah, fun, fun, chocolate, boys, love, be free. and. Elsa is like, I've been hiding out this entire time. I still want to hide. I've been told I need to hide, but you know, I need to take this next step and we need to, we need to see what happens when I do enter the world. So it's like, it's, do you want to build a snowman part two? This is like where they go from there. It's like, they can't just be like, okay, well, Elsa's never going to answer Anna ever (laughs) again. Like in the background, she's actually having to decide and, and you know, Hitting them up against each other that way, like I said last time, sets up that conflict and sets up that friction that we're going to see the rest of, of the way. Um, so I think I'm going to agree with you and I'm going to move first time in forever on. Julia, what do you think? I love the first time for the first time in forever. It's like my favorite song. It's like my favorite song in Disney. I freaking love that song. <laughs> so I have no qualms. <laughs> Please proceed. <laughs> Great. Great. All right. Proceed to the highlighted route. Oh, man. No, we're going there. And it's with, oh, wait. What was I listening to? I was listening to one of the songs on the way here, and there is like a, a pause, and my GPS just goes left. <laughs> and, I, and I wish I remembered which one it was because it was like in a moment of the song where it was like, shut up. It, Please. I know you're in there. Left. 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 Yeah. It was like something <laughs> like that. Yeah. Oh my goodness, it was so and, funny. And do left <laughs> the next right. It seriously looks like that. I wish I remember which one it was. I had meant to write it down, but here I am. All right, let's move on to the final Elite Eight matchup. It is Show Yourself versus Some Things Never Change. And I said last time that Some Things Never Change gets the vibes going in Frozen 2. It, it really gets us started on this journey of welcoming you back into the world of of our frozen friends you get 
it, it's the reintroduction, literally the reintroduction. It's the first time that we see a lot of these characters. Kristoff comes in. We get a little banjo action behind Kristoff. I thought it was a fiddle. I hear banjo. Whatever it is, it's different. It's and different. It's, it's meant to be like rural or like yep. country or something that's more like you were talking about him being the every, every man. Yeah. I think that's this, what they're going for. blue collars him. Right. Real quick. Um, the leaves are already falling. Sven, it feels like the future is calling. Yeah, that's a banjo. <laughs> that's a banjo. Dong, 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 dong. Um, but there is also the fiddle in the background of that. So okay. we're talking maybe, about two. Maybe of I just have fiddle. Where te- I, I, I have, I, I'm fiddle sensitive. <laughs> is what I'm trying to say. <laughs> I mean, maybe. Well, you're telling me tonight you're gonna get down on one knee. Yeah, but I'm really bad at playing. Yes. So there's a fiddle, and right before that is it's like, like a, this yeah, banjo yeah, that's yeah, building. Yeah. We're time. We're we're here. <laughs> we're here. <laughs> we got both of them. We got I both didn't even freaking get that deep. Jeez. Oh, I I mean. Welcome to the Mouse Madness yeah, podcast. Yeah. Chris and Bell singing the "What on Tight to You." Very good. And then, and then the end of the song where they all harmonize and layer up together, mm-hmm. along with the patriotic people. Of Very relaxed about them. <laughs> they had had a tumultuous time. They didn't know who their leader was. Turns out, Ice Witch, who then yeah. runs yeah. away, yeah. almost kills her sister for the second time. Yeah. And now they're like, "Man, we're so glad that yeah, we're so life glad is back." back. Things haven't changed in a while. We should probably keep it this way because it was yeah. much better than when our town was frozen over. This feels like post 9-11 America. I don't think that's <laughs> what this feels like, <laughs> like what, at all. What do you think they refer? What, what do they, when they're referring to like Elsa's. Oh, event. Uh, like, like, like what, what do they it? call it? The, like the Great Freeze of, Ooh, of 2012 the or great whatever. Great Freeze. Yeah, what would they call it? I don't know. The Ice Age, the... There's some, yeah, there's something there. But they, yeah, like in, in this Nordic folklore. That's now this is 19. written in Snowvid. Oh, man. All right, so we're going to keep no going. Way. So we're going to keep going now. <laughs> <laughs> this yeah. song is just. Um, Ooh, the crisis. <laughs> okay, keep going. How's the dank mosaic going over there? Feeling <laughs> pretty danky or what? <laughs> Ah, um, Kristen Bell is an angel in this song, and I like it a lot. Uh, the fiddle, the banjo, just all of these pieces that come together to make you feel like everything is whole again. And I really enjoy that, um, especially this, like, I, I mentioned the acoustic guitar that's used in that first verse with um, Anna and Olaf makes it feel like it's a very personal one-to-one feeling. Like, you're not viewing this in a group setting you're you are back in arendelle and and that's really lovely i think that's a great touch for the film itself um but i think show yourself is that anthem that is the i'm so glad that and julia brought this up that like they were trying to decide like into the unknown show yourself how are they going to get this right? What song's going to happen first? And I think they got it right. I think that like this show yourself is that that answer to all is found. Elsa took all of the steps that she needed to in this treasure map that is all is found. And when she got there, 
she's asking for her her prize to show itself when really she's singing that about who she is. She's finally listening to that inner voice within her, which I think is that and we haven't even touched upon that dumb just like siren call that we hear throughout the film. <laughs> hate it. <laughs> I think it's so dumb that like this feeling she gets. I hate and show yourself like, well, I love, well, okay. So I love the, I hate that. And then, but Adele Dazeen freaking ruins it, which is like, ah! <laughs> <You're> like <Okay. laughs> Fair. You got a point. You got a point. You got a point. Um, but the the duet with her and um Evan Rachel Woods, it's very good. And and that all of my life, even though you might not like when when Adele sends it, but she sent it in that all of my I'm about it. I'm about it. Um, so, uh, some things never change. My all-time favorite Frozen song because it gives me that that warm Frozen feeling, which is an oxymoron. Uh, yeah, but um, "Show Yourself" I think is a much better embodiment of Frozen itself. That's a good point. I mean, I'm I, I have similar feelings to you about about something never change. I think it's a really fun song to listen to. Yeah. Very catchy, very like radio friendly. It is, it is very much a cold takes exposed song. <laughs> <laughs> Some things never change. They do. Yeah. They, they are about to change a lot. Yeah, totally. Um, I, I, I want to point out one other like Let weird, weird, like neurotic thing that I think about when I hear this song. <laughs> Elsa goes, I can't freeze this moment, Yeah, I can still go out and... Seize the day. She's a newsy baby. Dun, 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 dun. <laughs> I, just, I just can't picture her without a little newsy cap now. Or like, you know, she has, she has pants in Frozen 2, so she can do some like ballet. You should... Um, I want to see Elsa move to Santa Fe. You should... Um, Next Halloween, you should dress up as Elsa in Frozen 2 as a newsie because she's going to be with her. <laughs> Who Freeze are you? the I'm... day! There it is. There it is. I mean, those, yeah. Yeah, that's the lyric, but. Right. Oh, wow. <laughs> um, yeah, so it's show yourself for me for the same reasons. Like, it, it very much, like, encapsulates Elsa, the story of Frozen 2, the story of Frozen, uh, sending it to the final four, Julia. How do we feel about that one? Show yourself. Definitely show yourself. Okay. All right. <laughs> well, so we're we're down to the final four, and and we look what look looky what look we have what here. The catch. <laughs> we got one, two, three, four. The the people with frozen wait time shot got it right. They got the they got the top four seeds right. So we got one versus four here. So Let It Go, uh, we've, we've gone into great detail on Let It Go. It's a great song. The question is always, is it played out? Uh, do you want to build a snowman? I, I, think, I think I disagree with you when you say, like, first time in forever is, do you want to build a snowman adult? It's or do you want to build a snowman as first time in forever junior? Yeah. Uh, I, I, the take? I don't think I agree. Okay. Uh, because... 
they they Anna and Elsa are are very much like singing at each other in Do You Wanna Build a Snowman? And the song's really about like them two, like their relationship. And the for the first time is forever is kind of like the it's like a cause and effect thing where like for the for the first time in forever is the result of do you want to build a snowman hence why they come after like immediately after one another in the movie okay sure. yeah yeah i mean okay your silence is golden <laughs> <laughs> um like you said it starts with kid anna really sets the stage for her as this restless girl riding her bike inside watching hours tick by talking to portraits on the wall but it sets her up for being lonely and like that's the more important thing totally is she is this lonely like i keep talking about how we think about anna as this like ball of energy but she's a ball of loneliness like that is really the more important thing when we think about anna at the very beginning of all of this frozen stuff her parents die in the middle of the song <laughs> right Boop, dead <laughs> The only <laughs> Damn, I don't remember that sound effect in the film. <laughs> um, I just imagine their ship just disappearing. <laughs> that scene where like the ship is it just boop, it's just gone. <laughs> it gets us snapped out of existence. Yeah. We're back. We're back. We're, we're Everything's back. in the in the Marvel universe. Yeah, I mean. The ship is still there. People, <laughs> the so people are I don't, I don't feel so good, Aduna. Maybe they're in hiding. See, that's what Frozen oh, Three is. Yeah. That's what Frozen Three is going to be. They're gonna go find their parents. Yeah, yeah. they're gonna be like, we hid ourselves so that you could find yourself. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, I already know I'm right. <laughs> I'm going to bring in some outside information. Please do. Uh, the stage show. Okay. There is a song that is after Do You Want to Build a Snowman called A Little Bit of You, A Little a little Bit of Me. And it's basically Anna, Kid Anna and Kid Elsa singing together as they build uh, Olaf. Okay. This, it's not so just brought, like. You brought this up. Yep. It's like, um, you know, he'll be nice. He'll be naughty. He'll be, you know, fun. He'll be whatever. Um, and again, Olaf is important. (laughs) He's an important character in Frozen. Uh, and so I just, I don't know. I think, do you want to build a snowman's really important for their story and the way that it begins? Um, uh, I like, like I'm, I'm going with, do you want to build a snowman? I think, I think it establishes their connection or their lack thereof. Seeing, um, Anna so sad and lonely, seeing Elsa isolated in the, in the room, getting the dialogue interlude where the parents are teaching her about concealing and not feeling. Yeah. Uh, I think. This is this is a song about sisterhood. Mm-hmm. This this is a movie about sisterhood. Yeah, and familial connections. And let it go is basically a song about throwing all that away. Yeah, because let it go is interesting because it starts off with Elsa kind of thinking about you know that I've ruined this. 
I've I've done this. I should have concealed all of this. I should have not let them know, but now they know. And it's a, a song of acceptance of who she is, right? And she's letting go all barriers, all filters, all everything, and being who she, her true self is. Super, super powerful. That's a great message of embracing who you are, not caring who sees it, who knows it, but living your truth and, and embodying it. Then the song ends with her trapping herself in a castle. So like this song, I think if like an adult who hadn't seen the movie, doesn't know the context of it, just hears it on the radio is like, oh, this is a moment in which the main character has that light bulb and is like, I'm going to fix this and I'm going to be who I'm supposed to be and I'm going to embrace myself. And by doing that, I'm going to be able to help. And that's not what the song is. The song is like, I'm going to embrace yeah. this stuff, but I'm going to do it behind some closed doors in this ice palace. And you kind of forget about that context sometimes if you don't place it in the movie. And I don't, and that's not, you know, the embracing yourself is part of the thesis of this film because if you can love yourself, you can love others and see the love in others. But she's not there yet, and that's the song doesn't get her there. Um, while the "Do You Want to Build a Snowman," while "Let It Go" is definitely a song that I can listen to, and "Do You Want to Build a Snowman?" maybe not so much because it's a little too focused on, you know, the knocking and the call and response, and slows down in the middle. It's a good song for the film, but maybe not a listen. But it's important to the film as I keep reiterating about it. So I'm going to go, do you want to build a snowman? Ooh. And I'm going to have that upset. Wow. We down, let it go. Uh, because while it's a great show-stopping moment, it's not a, it doesn't establish much further. Also has always been closed off. Now she's just fine having ice powers, but she's still going to be closed off. Julia. My eyes are so wide because holy crap. <laughs> <laughs> bye bye let it go you, you got, got what you want the wicked you witch finally is finally dead. She's dead ding dong tying it all back to the wicked all right let's move it along all right on to our next final four matchup to see who will meet do you want to build a snowman in the finals it's the first time in forever first show yourself and in this one, I'm going to advance show yourself because I think show yourself is the better let it go. I think that the show yourself is exactly what like we see let it go as, as this like realization anthem. But this show yourself is actually the realization anthem. This is the culmination of all of Elsa's lived experiences from concealing who she is, thinking she found herself, realizing that there's more to her, showing wanting that thing to show itself to her but really it's her showing herself what she's capable of and what she, and what she is truly all about that is the better let it go and if i think that in that final matchup that would be my argument is that show yourself is the better let it go i think it's also better performed i think it takes a lot better risks in its composition like i said i can't bob my head to the chorus because it switches beats too quick and it kind of throws you off, but that's a that's 
a great representation of her journey. Like none of it was this like fully swaying song where everything was written out and, and flows well. Like her entire existence has been choppy and, and abrupt. And so I like that part of, of show yourself where there is this kind of abrupt beat change. Uh, first time in forever, like I said, still stand by it. Do you want Bill Snowman part two? But um, I'm going to I'm going to go show yourself here. I, I will admit that it took me entirely too long. As in, it took me until about four hours ago <laughs> for me to to register the wordplay and show yourself where uh, show yourself is like a command you give when you're looking into the darkness or something and you want a person who's there to like reveal who they are. But that's, that's what I, at first I'm like, like, show yourself, like show yourself, like whoever's out there, whoever's singing this song, like show show yourself. yourself. Yep, exactly. But it comes back to, it's not you show yourself, it's show yourself, like reveal you you elsa not yeah. whoever else is out there yeah. Yeah, yeah. um and it switches halfway through the song mm-hmm. she has that light bulb moment. right atahalan let's talk about atahalan yeah. like what it is like what is it like what so it 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 took me a very long time and i'm still trying to work through it and this was one of the th- reasons i left the theater after frozen 2 feeling very like confused and just like I don't know if I liked that movie because because Atta Holland was so hard for me to grasp yeah so the way I understand it now is it's basically a mystical mirror mm-hmm. where whoever might go to Atta Holland it will reveal itself to you in a different way or right. it'll it'll reflect back upon you some information you might seek or some truth about yourself or whatever uh, and so Elsa is the, like you said, she's like a superhero. Yeah. She's, she's like the keystone to all elements of the, like she could literally be in a Marvel movie. Yes. Totally. Uh, she's, she controls earth, wind, fire and sea. And so she's, she's extremely sensitive to like nature. And so she can hear Atta Holland from so far away. So I kind of like theorize that if someone else went to Atta Holland, it would be different. Oh yeah. Than what, than what we saw in the movie. Yeah, I totally agree. And I think that was the part I was struggling with. Mm-hmm. I was like, so there's this like. Elsa's palace has been sitting there right. just waiting for it's, just her. It's, it's like what, like what's at the nexus of the universe? It's right. it's Elsa's mom mm. like singing, you know? Uh, so, it's so, Elsa's mom. So for, right, so for me, for it to make sense, it would be like, it's kind of like a, an infinity stone of sorts where it yes. will reveal your desires yes. or your memories or what, what have you. Um, and like, who knows, maybe like a, an emotionally weaker being, it might like drive them into madness or yeah. something it's like the, that. It's the, um, the, uh, all is found song, like drowning in the river. It's right. almost like it, unless And you... she does that. She freezes and they have to. Yeah. So I like, I like it more than I did before when it was just confusion <laughs> when i saw that when i saw slash listen to that yeah, song yeah, for yeah. the first time but something that's really interesting about it also is um elsa's energy in this song she is this very scared closed person and like even in let it go 
uh, you can still sense this kind of like uncertainty maybe about what she's experiencing and uh, in show yourself Adele Dazim delivers it with this like confidence yeah. and this like happiness that like you don't get she truly Elsa truly changes in yes, this moment exactly. um, she is like reborn and uh, she's no longer like letting her destiny happen to her she is actively like attacking it yep. and trying to find that thing and she even says she's like at the beginning, she's like, I'm trim. Every inch of me is trembling. It's not from the cold. And, but then by the end, she's like, I'm not, I'm not afraid anymore. You know, like showing yourself. I just yeah. freaking tamed the water knock. <laughs> I just, I just use my ice powers to like freeze waves and, yeah. uh, it's dope. Yeah. You know? And it's, you know, real memories are the adventures we made along the way. So, um, I appreciate that transformation that we get to see in musical form in show yourself and, and frozen two is like, they should have released frozen two first. And then frozen was like frozen prequel because they're making it's like, it's a re it's a frozen reboot. Like they were, they were purposefully trying to rewrite Elsa specifically so that she might be able to go on and do more stuff. Yeah. More sure. frozen projects in the future. Um, and it's just hard for me because like frozen, we've, we've been with it for so long, but frozen two is still kind of new. And we, we don't really have that follow up. We don't really know where it's going. They haven't really announced like all of these fro uh, frozen projects. We just had Disney plus day and they're announcing like weird stuff. No one asked for. And, right. and it's very interesting that they're not capitalizing on uh, but, but I kind of like it, you know, yeah. it makes the stuff we have feel more meaningful. Totally. Um, they do giving us stupid Olaf stuff, you know, <laughs> to, they're just giving us these crumbs that are ass turds. <laughs> um, sorry, cut that. No, are you joking? Um, you said ass turds. <laughs> uh, so, so for the first time in forever, you know, it's important for Anna it's important for Elsa um, as they kind of like enter adulthood and it sets up, uh, you know, what's about to happen in Frozen. I really, really I feel bad for doing this, but I'm going with show yourself. No. <laughs> because, uh, because while this movie is about sisters and sisterhood and the relationship between them, it's also about uh looking to yourself for motivation yeah picking yourself up especially frozen 2 is about that so like if there's one song that encapsulate that the best in frozen 2 it's this one julia i know you love for the first time in forever what did it do so i mean so i'm i'm guessing you you're disagreeing with this decision <laughs> i mean it's it is hard because i do love i love show yourself too but like i love the for the first time in forever more but i don't know i listen to both so I'm, i don't hate it i'm at least show yourself wasn't let it go then i'd literally be jumping out the window out of <laughs> anger so, <laughs> there it is that. there it is um so so the finals the finals the finals is here and it's the number four seed do you want to build a snowman versus the three seed Show yourself. Interesting. Yeah. Interesting. So 
I'm just trying to think of like if do you want to build a snowman and first time I forever went up against each other, like what would I what what might I, I have done? Like if if we do follow the logic that mm-hmm. there are two songs that are very similar, like which one is more powerful? Is it them as children or is it them as adults? Um, you know, I would say I would lean towards children. Really? I because well, I mean it it justifies a lot of these characters' actions in the movie. Like it justifies how uh stubborn Anna is towards like saving Elsa when so many people are like, dude, she gone. Like, what do you what do you mean you're gonna climb the North Mountain? And she's like, Nope. She's it, literally all I have in this world. And it also does a better job of establishing why they're so tight and like why Elsa running away is something that Anna wants to go pursue and get her back because Anna says at the end, we only have each other. Yeah. Like we learn in the song, even if you don't listen, if you don't watch it, that that lyric establishes right there why the bond has to be so strong, strong enough to like risk lives to go get someone back who doesn't want to be saved, right? Elsa doesn't want to be saved. She wants to live in her ice castle alone. So if those two songs went up against each other, then I think Snowman would probably beat it out because yeah. of that establishment instead of the kind of continuing of the character tropes of the eager Anna and the um, brooding Elsa that we yeah. get. In the sad, she was a sad boy. She was a sad boy. That's right. Yeah. Um, I think at the end of the day. Yep. Which we are at. We are at the end of the day. <laughs> Uh, I, I, as you can probably all have gathered, I am very passionate about the frozen characters, the frozen relationships, the world of frozen. I think there are not a whole lot of movies that there are only two of them. And we can sit here and discuss for almost four hours about just the songs. This is just the music of frozen where we're unpacking them, getting into the little idiosyncrasies of the way they think. And like, uh, we're getting into the very specific aspects of the relationships that feel very human. And, uh, you know, that's why I love it is this is a movie that takes place in a fantasy world, but that is rooted in these just incredibly real situations and these incredibly real people that feel things that we all have felt before. Um, and they sing about them too. Mm -hmm. So while show yourself, I think has something really important to say, it's a very important lesson for us all. The very real drama, the very real emotions and the real relationship that is depicted in, do you want to build a snowman makes it the best frozen song for me. Yeah, there's Show Yourself is a a surprise pick to make it all the way to the end, I think. Because I think even in I don't think that even Disney knew how to market it. Like that was one of the songs, unless I'm wrong, that wasn't of the like B side covers by other people. Right? I don't think it made it on. Like Weezer does Lost in the Woods, Casey Musgraves does all right. So Panic at the Disco does Into the Unknown, and that's the song that they push. It's the credit song. Yeah. It's that's the that's their let it go that they want to push. Because they I, tried to make it let it go too. They tried to make it the showstopper. And so I feel like they should have reevaluated that and made the show yourself, which is a much more emotional 
of a of a song than to the unknown as that um showstopper but even that song requires a ton of context and i think like what makes a good disney song a good which frozen would then fall into as a larger category is the way that it's able to tell the story and give you the context in a way that's understood but then also is smart about it and i think that do you want to build a snowman does that especially once we get older anna where she's like you know anna's also listening to what others are saying elsa's listening to what others say they say feel don't feel whatever feel don't feel feel don't feel just don't feel don't don't feel feel. (laughs) no you know what it is don't feel you you know what it is though (laughs) was that okay um anna references they as well right they say have courage and i'm trying to it's this kind of like these these Two kids, now adults, have only had the guidance of these adult figures who are now gone and they only they only have each other. And that line of them only having each other is the the key to everything in that first and second movie. Like the both of them are doing all of these things out of the love for each other because that's all they got. And they recognize that in the first movie, they do it in the second movie, they do it. Anna nearly kills herself in the second movie for the love of her sister because they only have each other and they know that. That's the through line in Frozen. And that's why I am also crowning Do You Want to Build a Snowman? The best Frozen song. Wow. And as we do at the end of every single bracket, we are going to clap it out. Oh, an in-person clap out. Look at this. Julia, slow clap and an eye roll. What's going on over there? I just go back to the baby voice. Ooh. Okay. That's a great I just go back to the baby voice. I love the end of the the end of the song. Beautiful. I will love forever because my sister and I always share a special moment with us. Millie, you better listen to this episode. <laughs> but yeah, I don't know. I just love show yourself. I wouldn't yeah. listen to I wouldn't listen to do you want to build a snowman? Sure. I would listen. I would listen to Show Yourself like ten million times more. Sure. Yeah. Sure, sure. And I love kids. I'm not like you. Yeah. I love kids. Well, I'll let the kids win this time. I, uh, yeah, I guess Disney's for the kids anyway. Right? <laughs> it's all for you, kiddo. I've I've said that on this show. Before. <laughs> it's all for the kids. Yeah, I I had to eat those words, but I said that one. <laughs> um. All right, everyone, we done it. We've reached the end of another bracket and uh and 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 yeah <laughs> and yeah it's done. Um Julia, thank you for joining That's us on this job. frozen adventure. It was so fun. Thank you to your Sven as well. Yeah, he was on very good behavior. So cute. Sparkle sense, Sven. Sparkle Sven. Fab Sven. All right. Well, everyone, uh, you know how to reach us. If you have an idea for a bracket topic, if you would like to hop in and do uh, some co-hosting duties, or if you have something to say about these Frozen songs that we uh, have talked about the last couple weeks, please email us at mousemadnesspodcast at gmail.com or hit us up on social media. We are on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, and Discord. 
If you'd like to support us on Patreon, please head to patreon.com slash Jerry's Gang and join us at the $5 level where we are doing all kinds of fun stuff. We just hosted a Jerry's Gang trivia night, which was super fun. Uh, you have an opportunity to vote on Mouse Madness Bracket Topics and uh, get some get some fun inside updates from, uh, from the MoMad boys. But... Um, Folks, uh, we hope you had a lovely holiday and are continuing to have a lovely holiday season. Let the sun shine on. Did you just <laughs> did you steal my outro? Wait, was that what you were going to say? No, but I, all right. Bye, everyone. Bye. We believe you said true. You believe